program is paid for by Talking Reds, LLC. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley is on the air. Quiet on the set. We're all sound. Action. You can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK. That's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Okie dokie. Welcome into another edition of the Tailgate. Pat Dooley and the great Jeff Cardozo here to dissect what we saw over the weekend. The good, the bad, and the Florida basketball team. <laughs> because it wasn't that was, good. That was the worst thing of all. I actually went to the social. Uh, Kelsey wanted us to come there because she goes there to watch all the games. She wanted us to come and watch it with her. So we went there, but I also brought my computer because I have to write. And um, I, it was about as uncomfortable as I've ever been just because the game was so bad. Hold on. What, what was more uncomfortable? The, that or a bunch of co-eds having you hang out with them because you're with Kelsey? There were two. Oh, okay. And she was one. So, so it uh, wasn't like a big group. It wasn't a crowd. It wasn't very crowded. And the funny thing is, Jeff, and you, we talk about this all the time, but Gator basketball, you know, it's not that big a deal. Gator fans, there was nobody even paying yeah, attention. Nobody cares. Nobody cared. And I, part of it is why is you know that they aren't, they haven't been good. But this is a team that won five or six. Yeah, and you would and think it, that if you're in a bar like that and the basketball bar, game's on, you're paying attention. Gainesville. Yeah, that makes no sense to me. I think that's it what's happening. Much. All it these college much. kids are getting too smart. They were looking at their phones. Yeah. I saw a great thing. I think it was by I think it was Bill Burr, who I think is the funniest guy. He's not for everybody, but he's I think he's the funniest guy out right now. He said, "You know, if Jesus does come back, most of the millennials won't know it because they'll be looking at their Down phones, at their phone, yeah. and they'll be going, where, where is he?'" <laughs> it's very true. Very, it very is. True. It is frustrating. Anyway, oh, and I. And let's not go on a soapbox to start off on a Monday, but I, I don't you really too. get a lot of downtime yeah. like during baseball because I'm always doing games and stuff. But the few times that I'll like peek my head out the window and look around, the half the stadium is down on their phones, and like there's a baseball game going on. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, why are you here? It, it is what we and look. I so deal, it is. I deal with it at home with my own wife, where yeah. I can't get her to look up. Can't get her off TikTok. Yeah. Well, it's TikTok or um, Instagram, Instagram or Tinder. whatever, and just to say, hey, um, the uh, stock market collapsed. We have no money. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but wait, there's somebody doing a TikTok about a cat, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And we, we look, Jeff, you and I, as old codgers, yeah, can either deal with it or evolve. And I try. I'm trying to evolve, but it gets harder and harder yeah. every it day. It does. Well, um, good games, at least uh, football-wise. One of the two was, was really good. The, the first one was good for a while, and then you got to a point where you're going, who are they going to play at quarterback? Mm -hmm. if they, I, I still don't get that, Jeff. I don't understand why you wouldn't put somebody in who could throw a forward pass. Yeah. 
There's got to be somebody on your 53-man roster. Okay, let's say it's 51 now because mm-hmm. you lost both your quarterbacks. Not, somebody played quarterback in high school. Somebody has to be able that's to That's on an NFL team. Yeah, that then it just got to be boring because you knew they couldn't score. Once they once they were eliminated from scoring, the game was, yeah, over. It was over. And and it's unfortunate that Purdy goes down like that because the, the hype was so much throughout the week about him and what the storyline was and being Mr. Irrelevant and actually having an opportunity to take a well, team you, to the Super Bowl. You knew, though, it would end eventually, but you didn't expect it to end like it did with an injury like that. But And then Josh Johnson, of course, comes in, who I was trying to think of my his connection to Kerwin Bell, and I finally figured it out. Robbie and I, one day, we're flying back from a Gator game, and we're in the Atlanta airport, and Kerwin is – and his team are getting off. I think they were at Jacksonville. Okay. And they were. he was saying, man, this guy we just played against, San Diego, Josh Johnson, he's ridiculous. He's legit. And I started thinking about it. And so I've, I've always remembered that name. I saw it today where he's played 15 years in the league. He's made $8 million. That's hard to make that little money yeah, with 15 years in the league. And the, I, mean, I guess you want to stick around for still $8 million. But yeah. I, oh, yeah. It's still good. It's still better than... Yeah, you still take it to, to not do anything. It's better than being like like you, being a redhead up on a roof trying to, right. you know, and shingle Broadcast things. games <laughs> and have a million jobs <laughs> and right. making $100 instead of $100 million. But, yeah, that made it disappointing. But the get last game was... It, like, it wasn't a great game. It was a great finish. It was a spectacular ending where you, you knew you were going to be talking about it today. You know? Yeah, and it's, it's certainly unfortunate to have that 15-yard penalty make the difference because he doesn't make the field goal if it's 15 yards further back. Yeah, I don't think he does. Maybe I, they well, run one more play. They would probably – it would go to overtime and would, and who then knows who would have won. And the, the the sad thing is Joseph Asai played his ass off. He did. He had just gotten yeah. a huge play a couple of plays just before that. And then to see him crying just, like that, that's what sports is. And it, as soon as he did it, you went, oh, no. I oh, know, you could tell. And I, I was rooting for Kansas City, and I was like, oh, I don't want the game to end like that. Mm-hmm. But you, it, you had to call it. Sure. There's no way you don't call it. Yeah, he pushed him when he was two steps out of bounds. Bengals it's fans just, are not happy with a lot of calls. But that's always really, really hard when you're going balls to the wall and you're giving every effort yeah. imaginable. Your guy's going to the sideline. But I guess. Like you're chasing Fred Taylor trying yeah. to tackle him. But at that level, you have to realize that, hey, just because he didn't need to, he's already going out of bounds, so he doesn't need to touch him. Yeah, he said, I think his quote was that he was trying to keep him in bounds, but that he, shove he may have my that. peripheral vision. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it, it, the, that's a shame. But it, again, I, I'm the team I wanted to get in got in, so. I'm happy for that. I don't know who I'm rooting for in the final, to be honest with you, because I like Chiefs. I like Jalen Hurts. I like the Eagles. I'm just going to watch it and bet. And, I guess, and that's I guess a, I'll gamble. That'll that'll be the way I can enjoy, the enjoy it. But that, and that's a cool story because, I mean, we were doing shows when Hurts got benched, and I think everybody realized the guy's not yep. that good at reading defenses. He doesn't understand it, and – he made the decision to stay there at Alabama, work with Saban, give Saban a lot of credit for then helping him be a better football player and, and doing that stuff. He transfers Oklahoma. Obviously he came, but he comes back great in. There. Was it in the SEC game? It was. I mean, and he won that game. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it's a pretty amazing story. It's a story. fun story. Yeah. 
Um, he's a really good football player, and he's a really good kid, and so I'm, I'm happy for him. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch that game. I think it'll be interesting. And again, Mahomes, you would think with two weeks, should that ankle should be pretty good. way better. He's amazing, though. I, I he's it's one reason why he's my favorite player. Um, there were some dumb things he did. Obviously, the phantom pass was the worst. Mm-hmm. It the game was about to be over. Yeah, go down and score. It's two yeah. scores, and and he the ball just slips out of his hand. But then, um, but then the defense held him. Yeah, immediately got the ball back. And how about Tommy Townsend? A couple of really nice punts. I thought about making 10. Tommy Townsend my uh, Adam Dribko to go Gator of the Week. Who'd you make? Weekend. Trinity Thomas? No, you know who I made? Brian Shelton. Got his 200th win. Okay. Uh, they And they qualified for the uh, national indoors. So I, I made it. You know, you got to kind of mix them up. You do. I can do Trinity Thomas every, every week. week. She only got 110 this week. So yeah. what's wrong with you, Trinity? But should have gotten two. She got the shot. Yeah, it's like, I will say this. <laughs> Calm down about people, whether they get 10s or 9.95s. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're, they're still fine. And some judges are going to see a little wobble that you, maybe you don't see from your seat way up there in the Odo. Um, I, so I don't blame the judges for that. But, boy, apparently they, after the, so it was on uneven bars, they lost their minds in the in the crowd so mm-hmm. it's good i'm glad to see the passion gator uh gymnastics fans yeah it is good and obviously we'll talk about the uh, the gator basketball game a little bit if you want to be a part of things you can 392-8255 that is our titan mri hotline just kind of the same mo what we saw early in the year just struggling in the first half and then once you're down 21 it's it's pretty much over you knew that but then they they go on the eight point run to start off ten. the second half, ten. Yeah. Ten and, and then got it to what? Within 11, 11. was the highest they, no. they got it to, and then that was it. Look, the bottom line is uh, Kansas State's got a really good team. Uh, I, I, can, I mean, I'm not saying they're a Final Four team because you don't know. You, know. you never know how things are going to work out. They've got a really good team. It's not just Keontae Johnson. they yeah. got a point lot. Point guard's of, great. Point guard almost had a triple-double. Um and then you – they just got a lot of good players, and they're, there's a way to beat them. Florida doesn't have that way to beat them. Um, and Florida played one of its old-school games where they played against a good team and didn't play well. Uh, the, the bottom That's the bottom line. Kansas State has a team that could get all the way to the Final Four. Florida doesn't have a team that's going to get in the tournament. Mm-hmm. And that's that was just on display. You know, in that game, they were so much better than Florida. And look, Keontae would be the best player on Florida's team if Keontae was at Florida, but he's not. He's on the team that just drilled them. And I think we. He didn't play a great game. No, he wasn't. Yeah. Spectacular. I mean, he had four points in the first half. But I think what we saw, I mean, maybe we thought the SEC was better than it was, but the Ooh. Big 12 just kicked their tails in. 7-3, and the the best team in the SEC got destroyed by Oklahoma. Yeah, who's not even ranked. Yeah. Yeah, Alabama to, to lose by Florida a, played 100. them tougher than Alabama did. It did, which is really interesting. So I think that brought a little perspective to me. Yeah, it did. Now, again, I, I know that it's almost like bowl season in a way, but don't forget, this was the SEC's chance – 
to pick up something. numbers, sure. you know, percentages. And if you go out there and you win seven to three, everybody's net ranking goes up. Everybody sure. in your conference goes up. Instead, they all go down. So, yeah, I don't. I think the SEC is going to end up with five teams, and I don't think Florida will be one of them. All right, let's uh, get a break and then get after it. Again, 392-8255. Come back and get it going here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, mealypops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. Our old cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established. And since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. We are your all for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back. 
Dolz and Dozo here with you. Time to get after it on a Sonic Sound Off Monday. Sonic has some I can't believe uh, really it's Monday good stuff. What do you mean? It feels like we just got out of here on Friday, and now it's already Monday. Sonic does have some really good stuff. In fact, I could use like a one of those. You get them to come by. We need yeah. Bring some it needs uh, to happen. Bring some good stuff. All right, you can always stop by their location on 39th. They're open early, breakfast, really good breakfast, burritos, and even late night. So when you go clubbing, if you want to see me at the Grog late, like 1 a.m., we can go to Sonic after that. Get after <laughs> you it. You consider 1 a.m. late. I do. These kids are, are going like they're 1 a.m., that's when we're going out. They're getting started. They're hitting Sonic that's at when 4 a.m. I'm four hours into my sleep. Snoring. True that. All right, let's get uh, John to join us, kick things off. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, uh, good afternoon, guys. Hey, uh, good pickup for the Dolphins' defense. Vic Fangio, he's, you know, pretty known for his oh, yeah. defensive schemes and stuff like that. So I think that's going to help them solidify their defense and different schemes and stuff like that. So I'm pretty pretty, pretty happy about that. It's, it's got to be better than what happened last year. Got to have players, right. though. If you don't have players, it doesn't matter who you're Well, yeah, you're right. You know, I, you know, they got on low Byron Jones, and I would go, you know, hopefully third round, maybe get, you know, some halfway decent. Safeties don't go usually too high unless you're like somebody like, you know, Ryan, uh, Fitzpatrick, Minka Fitzpatrick or something like that. But they need to solidify that a little bit. Yep. I think they'll be fine. I mean, they, they, they did get some pressure on the quarterback, seven sacks their last game against Buffalo. So I'm I'm pretty happy with that. Just get some schemes. I think, you know, solidify that defense would be pretty cool. But um, uh, going to the NFL, Pat, you're saying you don't you don't know who to root for. Well, you know, you said you just mentioned Tommy Townsend and uh, Kadarius Tony. I hope he's healthy for, you know, he's made a spectacular catch yesterday. But I think he got hurt on the play. Mm-hmm. So I hope by in two weeks he's, you know, good enough, good enough to go. So I, I kind of. You know, a little bit of rooting interest for Kansas City, but I, I, I really don't care. I'm just happy 49ers out of it. I just who is on you know, uh, the uh, Eagles? Is there anybody on the Eagles? Well, the only thing I can remember back in the day was Lito Shepard. That's the only guy I could think of. Uh, I mean, Cha- Chauncey, oh, Chauncey's on yeah, Chauncey or CJ. I guess he is on. They, so, they, you know? who, what do they call him now? Chauncey. C.J. Johnson Gardner the Gardner, third. Yeah, backwards <laughs> the third. It's not Chauncey yeah. anymore. Right. Whatever it and is. And then also here in like, you know, my I guess my little son. My name stayed the same. Pat Dooley. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> Dooley Noted. Wasn't it Pat Dooley Noted? I could be. I could be going with Pat Frame Dooley. Or Pat Cardozo right. Dooley. Right. Um, here in George Kittle, I mean, just kind of makes me laugh. He's crying. Oh, we're down to our fourth string quarterback. Well, this is like how many court, how many teams that you help knock out some of their quarterbacks and you, you didn't care about those teams so you find the blues that were well we didn't have a chance so it's like well no they didn't is. no i agree and i agree with with him being upset about it but the bottom line is that's what happened and th- this is down to this is life strength quarterback that is they, true they, when they're kicking our our teeth in they didn't care about it no. you know so i mean it's all relative just just go on you, well, they were down to their it. fifth team quarterback so who is that? Who doesn't exist? The 49 Right. They were down right. to their fifth team quarterback, and, and they didn't have one. That was, I, I still think that they – I don't think they could have won that game by putting someone in there that, in a wildcat and throwing the ball off of it. I would have been a little better prepared. I just – I literally think that Shanahan said, there's no way we can lose both quarterbacks in this game. We've already lost 
are one and two. We can't lose three and four in one game. I'm not going to worry about getting ready because clearly they were not ready. Once, once the uh, once Josh Johnson went out, they went. Ah, we're done. We're just going to hand the ball off the rest <laughs> of the game. Well, did you? I don't know if you saw on the sidelines after uh, you know their fourth string went out. They had Garoppolo on the sideline. I don't know if he was just smiling because you know he was not playing, and I don't know if he's. You know, contract disputes are going to get him out of there. I don't know. I, I, how do you oh, he, that? No, I he won't be there. Let me ask you this question. If you're Jimmy Garoppolo, okay, John, you're Jimmy Garoppolo, I offer you two contracts for the same amount of money. One of them is to go to – The Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins would be a backup for Tua. Tua is going to no. be okay. All right, or well, two be out by first. First, getting. Oh, you're missing my anyway, point, so. though. You're missing my point. So go let ahead. me let me go with. Uh, hey, we want you to come to Philadelphia and be the backup to Jalen Hurts, okay? Or you can come to Houston and be the starter on a three and thirteen, fourteen team. Which would you take? Same amount of money. Well, I mean, it's that's our decision. I mean, if you want to be a starter, you go to Houston. I mean that's yeah, but I mean if you, know, you want to win, fifteen so, million dollar question. So in theory, it's not about winning for these quarterbacks. It's about right. playing, and that's the same way it is in college. Would you rather be the backup quarterback at Alabama or be the starter at Pitt? And guys are going to go to Pitt, Oklahoma. That's why Jalen Hurts. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, he's right now he's. That's the way it he, is. Right now, he's better. He's the be- better quarterback of the two. Me- remains to be seen down the road, but that's uh, true. I love you. Got got a chance to watch a little bit of college basketball yesterday. The Michigan State Purdue game. I just that watch guy, a little bit of it. Yeah, that guy, uh, Edie. Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, that, Edie. Man, he's a throwback. Man, I tell you, just post up. You know, three guys trying. I mean. <laughs> I love uh, Tom Izzo trying to like send three guys, and they were, he was still just mowing through them. And just is is it a law that Purdue has to have a seven foot center that with skill? It's, yeah, right. And Florida never know, does. When's the last time special. Florida had a legitimate seven footer? Yeah, and they they grow because cor- Igbuna was six. They grow corn around these parts. I know, right? So you think you'd find corn. somebody? Go to Hastings. Pop, they call, they grow popcorn here. <laughs> that's that's very true. It is amazing, though. They always seem to have one. Well, Maybe that's why. Maybe uh, because that, Matt Painter uh, does a good job. That dude from UConn, that freshman seven-footer, big old white kid. Oh, they kid came was, in here doing a gator chomp yeah. after they were smoking us. Yeah. I, was I like, tell you what, they've been, anyway. they've been struggling lately. I just tells you how hard it is. Well, t- yeah. I think they've lost like three yeah, in the last they have lost a few. Like well, yeah. they were on pace to like go undefeated. Everybody's like, well, they're the best team in the country. And then they've like, like you said, they've lost like four. Yeah. They're, they're down to almost not being ranked anymore. I think they, they dropped to like 24th in the new poll. So what do you give us our chances of winning Wednesday night? I mean, I mean, look what Alabama, you guys are just talking about, you know, losing Oklahoma. I mean, we have a fighter's chance on Wednesday night. Sure. It's a home game. You always have yeah, a chance with a home game. But, uh, I mean, you know. I, I don't like their chances. <laughs> right. I mean, the next three games before we can get Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's been playing better. 
you know, on their stack house. But, uh, I think if uh, they go 0-4 in these games and they're already 0-1, that the Vanderbilt game will be of le- very little meaning. I mean, they've got to win yeah. one of these games, and I, I don't know that they will. Uh, but they 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 have to beat somebody, and they they yeah, have we, not been able to do that. Well, that's ranked. We did beat uh, Missouri when they were ranked, right? They were ranked I mean, then. They, they are ranked. ranked yeah, they were twentieth at the time, and they're not. Yeah. yeah, they're not. It's not a. I don't even know if it's going to hold up as a quad one. To be honest with you, right? You're right. All right, guys. I appreciate your uh, taking my in. Yep, John. Call and uh, all you guys later. All right, appreciate you. Yeah, Florida right now is fiftieth in. Uh, net ranking one and seven against uh, quad one, one and two against quad two. They're killing against three and four though. They, they look. This team is going to have to do something really special, like win two of these next three, and then and then finish strong. They're going to have to do something special to qualify to get in. Yeah, but it, it seems far fetched. You're going to beat. Tennessee, who's now up to number two in the country. In the well, they're not. Are they going to go to Alabama and win? No. Are they going to go to Lexington and win? Probably not. So they're that's it. Yeah, you're they're not, done. They're going to go on four. They're going to hopefully they can get to the uh, knit. They go to the. What if they go to the NIT because of their NET is not high enough, but the NLI is still high. It's true. But then they have guys signs NILs. And then all of a sudden, all all the alphabets are up. <laughs> well, speaking of up, I don't know if you saw it today, but uh, my boy and my hookup for tickets right behind yeah, on the plate. You're out. Retired today. Yeah, Darren O'Day has that. officially retired at 40 years old, but spent 15 years in the big leagues. So he, he did himself a... He retired 26 years earlier nice, than I did. Nice little time. Yeah, he did. But... No, it, with a little bit more money. Think about it, Dar- uh, Darren O'Day. When you so, what years was he at Florida? He was '05. Finished up. He was on that yeah. team that went to Omaha. So, but you so did you you play with him one one year or two years? Uh, one year. One year. But think you. I'm sure at no point were you going. I can see this guy having a long major league career. No. And then they changed into that sidearm, and yeah. it worked out. It did. Yeah, give him a lot of credit. He was. Uh, He'll have a nice pension. Yeah, he's good. He'd be set. He could afford to buy you tickets. <laughs> he he does enough. Take got his little hunting ranch. Take his hunting every uh, every off season. But he so. didn't he have a bunch of injuries the last three years. Like yeah, he was banged up a lot last year. Just it, you could tell. I think back was starting to go bad and different things. But he was. I mean, when you look at his career earned run average, it's going to go down as one of the best in like the history of the majors because of what he was done. He was so effective with the Orioles for all those years, yep. and that first year with Atlanta, he was really really good. Just he got a lot of people out, and it. I mean, sometimes he only come in there for a hitter or two, but. When he did, he, he was I think very effective. And I think that's the key to those sidearm guys. They're you gotta know when to pull them, mm-hmm. when to how long to leave them in because eventually they're gonna figure it out. Yeah. Because they're not throwing that hard. But he was very effective. What you know, like you'd say, go in there, get two guys out, and he would do it. Yeah. But um certainly gonna uh miss watching Darren and following him over the years. But a a, yep. a great career will We'll say his name a lot on the radio because it's still the Darren O'Day bullpen. 
at it the is, new Florida yeah. ballpark. So I throw that in every now and then and make it good. But you, yeah. congrats on a great career, I'm sure, Mr. Uh, O'Day. Sean Kelly will look at you kind of funny like, who's that guy? Who's Darren O'Day? No, he did some big league games, so he probably no, knows I, Darren O'Day. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. By the way, we have breaking news that oh, happened yeah? earlier today. We'll get to on the other side. Okay. We you now tease we, everybody. Something for your calendar to mark down. Okay, sweet. I look forward to hearing from it in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to the tailgate. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the Quality Plumbing Team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, Quality Plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC 043073. As much as we try to understand the minds of our better halves, it's just not going to happen. We think we did the right thing, got them that perfect Christmas gift, but guys, we messed up yet again. So it's time to make things right and get her something from Oaks Jewelry this Valentine's Day and totally redeem ourselves. From diamond studs to gemstone jewelry and gator gear that will get her ready for the spring, she'll be ready to forgive you. We showing off her new present to everybody she sees. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry, the best possible prices. Check it out for yourself and get help by one of their incredible staff members inside the store or shop online at oaksjewelry.com. I'm telling you, it's worth it. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. You still can't find them? Just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel any time. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. 
After highs reach into the low and even mid 80s in a few spots, we'll see lows tonight dip into the low 60s. The potential for some fog does exist through tomorrow morning, so be mindful of that for that early Tuesday commute. Otherwise, we'll see dry conditions and yet again another day of sunshine and much warmer than average temperatures. Highs in the low 80s. The 80s will continue through Thursday. The UF Weather Center meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Here's my dream scenario for Johnny Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. There's a guy in South Florida who's 45, 46 years old. Tom Brady's his name. I'm going to have a conversation with him come free agency, and I'm going to say, hey, all I need you to do is teach Brock Purdy and Trey Lance how to play football. All I need you for is a year. And guess what? This could be your dream scenario. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hoop, there it is with Steve Russell and ESPN's Mark Wise. Monday mornings at 11 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. We should, next time we have Robbie on here, which we had him on twice last week, we should get him to talk about his walking uh, regimen. But what he is, yeah, what he's trying to get out of it. Because when you see him walking, you're just like going, God, where is that? That guy's going somewhere in a hurry. Yeah. But he's just walking. That's his exercise. That it is. Uh, We've talked over the last few days about a lot of changes offensive coordinator-wise and different things going on. I, I think a good one, Kellen Moore has left the, the Cowboys or they asked him to leave, and McCarthy's going to call plays now as they shook up that sha- I shook up that staff. I don't think Kellen Moore was a problem. No, not at all. They were Offense was really good when right. Dak wasn't throwing interceptions. Exactly. I think the problem is at the quarterback position. Yeah, he was not very good. But what he are got, you going to do? got a lot of what money. What are you going to do you're if you're Dallas? Yeah, you, you have to. You're not going to go, okay, we're getting ready. Yeah, you give him a whole bunch of money. And, man, Mullen just still banks on – like that's his his oh, yeah. guy, Dak. Yeah. I mean – He's always going to I made Cowboys him what games. He is. Yeah, well, I t- what I you made him, him is into... a guy who can't win games. Yeah, he's <laughs> can't win any big games, and and I don't, and I honestly think that that is the problem. Like they have so much talent on that team, wide receiver wise, and he made a couple of boneheaded mistakes that cost him the game. He has for years. It's not like he's, this is new, right? Yeah, I mean, he just kind of doesn't get it done, and that's the thing. Like Jalen Hurts is not. I mean, he's a really good quarterback. He may be the MVP. I think Mahomes will be the MVP. But um, he's really he's good enough to be in the MVP argument. But it's not because he's making these spectacular plays. He just does what they need to win. You yeah. know, and that's the thing. That's why I admire him, and I admire what he's been able to do. A guy who lost his job in college is now in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's a better story than Brock Purdy, to be honest with you. Yeah. But then he went to another place and became a Heisman guy. But they weren't so. – yeah, but they weren't what, – what was Oklahoma the year he was there, like 10-2, and two, that kind of year? Might have just been one loss. 
They were I, really good. I don't think they were that good. I have to look it up. And when you look at his career percentage, like within the pocket at Oklahoma, he was the best pocket passer in the country that year that he was in Oklahoma. So the question is, is he that just that good? or I just think he's learned a lot. I don't think he was yes. very good. Well, he learned from Dabble, Brian Dabble, Dable, yeah. whatever you want to call him. Yeah, or whatever. His learned name. a lot from him. You learned from Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Now you're learning from Brian NFL Johnson. coaches, Brian Johnson. I would. I, I tell you what, if somebody doesn't hire Brian Johnson, I will. I will scream. Yeah, racism. Doing some great things. Be fun. <laughs> you know, that's when you go. Well, it's a black thing, man. If you're not going to hire this guy, he has turned Jalen Hurts into arguably one of the three or four best quarterbacks in the cut in the world. Yeah. Well, if you're listening and you play against me in fantasy football, which I won two leagues this year, by the way. I am How drafting much you win for that. I am so drafting free? Justin Herbert now because Kellen Moore is there. I like Kellen Moore for some reason. I thought he was a great college player. I liked him a lot too. I, I again so my, I just, I my disgust for the Cowboys kind of made me kind of whenever they would show him on the sideline, I I got I was like Ugh. But yeah. I always was like, God, I hope he doesn't call a good play because I know he has the ability to do that. Uh, I don't think it was his problem. I, I don't at all. I think they could never get the running game going to the level they needed to, to go to. And then, you know, he loses Pollard in the champ in the uh, their last game. And I mean, but CeeDee Lamb's really good. Gallup's really good. They they got a great tight end. Uh, Schultz, who I, nobody'd ever heard of until he goes to the NFL, and all, they made him into something special. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think that was a problem. If that's why they got rid of him, they said, do you think anybody's ever had a mutual parting in the history of man? No. No. And and for those that don't know, speaking of Kellen Moore, he was the offensive coordinator, the quarterback coach for the Cowboys last year was, and since 2020, so the last several years, was Doug Nussmeyer. And they, uh, they let Nuss go as well, which is unfortunate. I never got to use him for tickets. But that's the thing. Their so, offense was not right. It the wasn't problem. their fault. Like, but it, and, and well, also, not their fault. The Dak was crappy. I kind of go, well, their defense wasn't a problem either. <laughs> what was their problem? The head coach, maybe. Maybe that was the problem. Or they made a bad choice at quarterback. All right, back to the phones, K- J.D. to join us. J.D., what's up? Hey, uh, Jeff, uh, Pat. Uh, did, did you guys – I didn't hear the first part of the show, and you may have already t- touched on that, and if so, I apologize. But uh, did you all uh, touch on or did you see Nick Saban's comments about NIL and paying players? Did, did, did we, we haven't touched – we were going to do that in the second hour, so I'm glad you brought it up. But, no, I, I definitely saw it, and I, I think it's great. Um Oh, I, think, I do too. I think he's one of if the, it's true. Well, I think he's one of the guys that can can put a s- stand on it. And I, I the the problem with it, it's and I loved it, JD. But the problem with it is that people are going to still go to Alabama to play for Nick Saban. If somebody from like Iowa said that, like they're not going to get any players. So he yeah. he's not going to have a problem getting players. Jeff, this goes back to why Florida may have been overpaying for no quarterback question. from uh, the. Uh, California, uh, which they shouldn't have been pay- overpaying for him, but they probably were going to have to to get him. And uh, and uh, in retrospect, they may have dodged a total bullet there. But 
for Saban to say, for those of you who don't know, what Saban basically said was he had a guy come to him and say, I need a half, I need $500,000. No, this is another guy. Okay. Another guy said, I need 500000 and you have to get my uh, girlfriend into law school yeah. and pay for her education. And that's the point where you go, see ya. See ya. Because A, when that girl breaks up with you <laughs> halfway through your freshman year, and you want her cut off? What are we supposed to do then? You know, I mean, yeah. And the other guy wanted eight hundred thousand. And I think about that, and I go, and yet Florida was going to pay a guy, whether whatever you want to believe, okay, they were going to pay him a lot more than eight hundred thousand dollars. It's just a disaster. Yeah, you know, Pat, that's exactly where I was going with that. And uh, you know, I, the number thirteen million has been kicked around. Who knows? But if it is even a million, you know, let's say it's half, whatever, 13, let's say it's 6 million. How do you know? How do you give a, uh, a, a freshman or a, or a high school senior who's coming in, you don't know whether the guy's going to pan out, whether he's going to be, you know, there are intangibles in anything, really, in any sport. There are intangibles. Uh, Jeff, you know this. Mm-hmm. There are intangibles that you can't quantify, and there's 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 this I call it the X factor, you know that, that that's inside that that hey I'm going to I'm going to kick your butt I'm going to be the best and you know you know do you know that a high school senior has that do you know that he has that drive and that you know I I, I am really shocked uh, that. Somebody would offer some high school kid. Now, 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 having said that, you know, if the guy comes in and, and by the time he's a sophomore, he's killing it, or uh, you know, even his freshman year, he's you know, okay, this guy can really, really play. He's going to be great. You know, then maybe you maybe you up the ante. But to give, and it almost seems the the, the, the young man we were talking about it almost seems like his dad or his agent or somebody shopping him around. I saw that he's uh, now interested in South Carolina. Uh, amongst, uh, I don't know, Arizona, Colorado, isn't that shocking, uh, and uh, some, some others. Uh, and it, it's almost like whoever it is who's advising him is, 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 is shopping, or, uh, shopping him around. And, and to me, Saban, when Saban made those comments, that is a, you know, that kind of stops the shop. Maybe it doesn't stop the shopping around. But no, it doesn't stop anything. No, I think not. Not for everybody else. I think that's just where where I'm going with it. JD is, you know, they're going to still go to Bama to play for Saban, and I think eventually we'll get money. But he's not going to be one of those that says, "Okay, I need to spend three million dollars to get quarterback. this quarterback yep. to come to my school. Yep. I'll yep. I'll get somebody else, and then once he proves himself, then hey, that's the way college football landscape is now. We'll get him some money." Right. And all that other stuff, yeah. but the the other schools are trying to get to Saban's level, so they're going to be the ones paying no matter what. Yeah, I, I just hope I just hope when it's all said and done, when it's all and, and hopefully you know as time goes by, the this this news story kind of fades off into oblivion. But I hope when the truth or whatever the whatever whatever really happened, I hope my hope upon hope is that whatever this Gator Collective and uh, you know the Eddie uh, Jeff, you know I can't remember his last name, but that 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 they somebody said somebody in the in the in the hierarchy said, whoa, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. 
you know, we're going to pay one kid, whatever, you name the number, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to come, nah, I don't think so. And I hope that's what happened. I really do because, I, I you know, I don't I don't know where they got in some kind of bidding war with Miami. Uh, you know, he's going to Miami, any chance, you know, blah, 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 going to Florida, then he's going to Miami, then back to Florida. I don't know where that's a bidding war or whatever, but it just doesn't, to me, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't look right. It doesn't smell right. So I'm, I'm glad somebody, something happened. I don't know whether we'll ever know what happened. But uh, anyway, just my thoughts on that. And I'm, I'm so glad that Nick Saban said that. Now, I understand what you're saying, Jeff, that, you know, if you want to get to the Alabama's level, maybe you got to fork up the money. I don't know. I don't, I don't well, know. Well, I think Jeff hit it right on the head. Alabama can say no. You know, because yeah. then they'll, say, else will want to go there. they'll say yes to the next guy and go, yeah. hey, if you come here and you do well, you're going to make more money than you would make. It like the, what yeah. they just saw with yeah. Bryce Young. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Um, yeah. it is the way it, of the world. But, um, you know, it well, was he, definitely a bidding war. And uh, But there are bidding wars between – right now, the, where the, the biggest bidding wars are between the have-nots. And Florida, unfortunately, is a have-not right now in terms right. of talent. So that's where you're going to – and so is uh, Miami, uh, uh, have not. Um, so, and that's where you're going to see bidding wars take place. And, and I, we haven't seen yet, J.D., the, I guess, repercussions of it because all these people that are getting the big money, what if they all of a sudden come to the school and they, they suck? That, so that's exactly right. You're, you're but, wondering – But my thing is, okay, so – Or do they care even because they're getting their money? Is it not a big deal yeah. anymore? But Quinn Ewers well, gets a million dollars at Ohio State and then goes to Texas, and now he's getting all that money there. So far, I haven't seen anything special about him in any way. Mm-hmm. And now Arch Manning has you know, come there. I mean, at some point, yeah, there's going to be a – the people that are donating or giving the money for these guys are going to say – I don't think I got my what I wanted to get out of that. It wasn't a good deal. I don't know if I want to give you another ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I agree with all that, and but then I, I still go back to how do you quantify? Uh, let's just say this guy's—he's got the dog in him, man. He—he's—he's he's a fighter. He's a scrapper. He—he's not gonna—he—he's not gonna lose. You see those guys in baseball. All of you. You see them in baseball and basketball. I could still contend that we don't have one of those in in basketball. Every basketball team needs a guy who's gonna do all the dirty stuff. The blocks out. The box. The box outs. The diving on the floor for the loose balls. The re- all the dirty work. You gotta have one. I'm not sure. I'm I'm, I'm shifting gears on you. I'm not sure we have that in basketball. But um, let's shift that back over to a quarterback or a linebacker or a wide receiver. You got some guy that's just uh, hey, I'm gonna kill you if I get a chance. You know, I, I'm I, you know, uh, and and I don't know how you quantify that. Or then if you want to play, and if you're gonna pay a guy a couple million bucks, you know, what is his? Is he still motivated to have that dog in him? I, I don't know. Yeah, so it's, that's, it's, it's, it's a, it'll a be fascinating dynamic. to find out. And we'll know, yeah, I think, in the next couple of years. Yeah, I think it's a yeah. three-year cycle, and then we're going to know a lot more about it. All right, J.D., yeah. thank you, buddy. Thank you, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. We need uh, one final break for the hour, so let's knock that out, come back and uh, seal the deal on Hour 1. You're listening to The Tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Griffin Fold. Tonight in women's college basketball, Florida will face Auburn on the road as both teams search for their third SEC win of the season. Be sure to catch all the action right here starting at 645. Gator football fans, mark your calendars for April 13th as the date for the orange and blue game is official. 
Meanwhile, former Florida baseball pitcher Darren O'Day is retiring from the MLB, and the New York Yankees are hiring Gator baseball legend Brad Wilkerson as an assistant hitting coach. On the links, Florida men's golf currently leads 13 teams competing in the C-Best Invitational at TPC Sawgrass. In high school girls basketball, several district tournament games are on tap for tonight, including Williston versus Cedar Key, Trenton versus Bronson, and Dixie County versus Cheveland. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Griffin Fuller. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. The holidays are here, and as much as we like friends and family coming over, sometimes there are those few that make the house smell like poo-poo. Well, there's an easy solution for the ones you don't want in the house. Show them the outhouse, because with Florida Portable Services, it's as easy as you not liking that casserole that Grandma brought over. They provide portable toilets, restroom trailers with AC, and you can even listen to music and watch TV while you pee. Call 1-800-864-5387 and book your reservation today. Here's a Valentine's reminder from International Diamond Center. It's not just the thought that counts, it's the effort too. So let IDC turn your Valentine's Day gift into a grand romantic gesture with our ultimate Valentine's Day package. Right now, when you spend $99 or more on jewelry at IDC, we'll give you some gorgeous long stem roses, a box of delicious chocolates, and a gift card towards dinner at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's just one stop at IDC, and you create a total romantic experience. You simply choose which ring pair of earrings or bracelet or sparkling pendant best matches your special someone and we take care of the rest and as always we guarantee the best value price with no commission salespeople. the ultimate valentine's day package jewelry flowers dinner and candy from idc and it's yours just for spending 99 dollars or more on some nice jewelry she'll love sure does make it look like she's worth the extra effort and that's the thought that really counts hurry in now because packages are limited international diamond center at celebration point directions and more at shopidc.com Happy New Year! With the NFL playoffs and NBA All-Star Weekend upon us, it's time to upgrade your home entertainment with help from Electronics World. Hi, this is Tom Collette. At Electronics World, we can get you into a new Sony 4K big screen TV or design and install a home theater room for less than you might think. We'll put you right in the middle of the action for every score. Come see for yourself. Visit our showroom at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. From the film room to every fourth down conversion, football lives here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. This is Florida Gator Head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. It's a good one. All right, let's get uh, back to the good callers as uh, Adam is ready to chat. What's up, dude? 
Hey, man, what's happening, guys? Uh, great show as usual. Um, hey, man, uh, you know, uh, y'all are going to attack this NIL subject after the uh, end of the second hour. I get that. So I, I definitely want to get to uh, UF basketball, but I want to talk a little bit, uh, give my opinion on the NIL. Sure. Um, so everybody's called this the wild, wild west, right? People going out and shooting people at the local general store and whatnot, and they, there's no law, there's no marshals, there's no nothing. That's exactly what's happening in all of these things from Quinn Ewers at Ohio State, Pat, that you mentioned, to Jaden Rashada with Miami and then Florida and then that $13 million deal, which was complete bull crap. Um, all, of these, all of these things are, are setting the market because there is no market, and that's what these agents are doing. They are going out, just like y'all talked about. That was brilliant. They're going out and selling these players on the free open market, and they're selling them on dreams because they're kids, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, and they're all, they're all getting a cut, so obviously they're trying to get as much as they can out of it. And oh, They're trying to take advantage of yeah, the that's, whole Yeah, that's what they're doing. Right that's, now, I mean, that, and that's, the, I think, the unfortunate part is all the people that yeah. are doing that. Yeah, so exactly, man. It's these blood-sucking leeches, man, that are selling these kids on dreams and their parents while they're going at it, and then these guys are going to get left in the transfer portal, what have you. But all I'm saying is, to sew that up, is this is what the Wild Wild West is going to do. It's going to set the market on these guys, and that's the way you set the intangibles that my man that just called you guys was speaking of. You're going to set – the market's going to be set. It might take two, three – well, at least three, four years – for these things to fall out. And I love Nick Saban for saying what he did. He is actually helping set the market because these coaches are paying attention to what these other schools are doing as well. So I think – I don't think – I know it's all going to work itself out. So we just got to be patient, see what happens. Um, as far as the basketball team, remember, guys, we were 5-6 and six coming into this game against Kansas State, right? What do you mean 5-6? and six? Five out of six. Five, yeah, five oh, and six. had one five out of six, yes. Yeah, and we should have beat Texas A&M. We were within two points of beating them guys, you know? Yep, had a ton of turnovers. Right, man. So, like, you know, th- this Kansas State team was on fire. I mean, we held Keontae – well, we might not have held Keontae Johnson to under six. What was it, four points in the first half? But this is a defensive team, man. This is what Golden's building. He's already shifted gears. This guy's brilliant what he's doing, and I just don't want Gator Nation to lose hope on these next three games because if you think Tennessee and Alabama and Kentucky are sitting back and like, oh, Florida's just going to be a wash, we're going to roll over them, I kid you not. This team is not going to roll over, man. Like he And, and listen, we were missing Fudge. He's worth at least six well, He was back for this game, right? Did, no, he didn't, bro. He, 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 didn't he was in there a little bit. Yeah, he, he, he barely did, played, he but he was in there. He did play a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but he wasn't given the minutes that we needed him to give, you know. And then you got Castleton that's missing a dunk right underneath the goal. He's missing the front end of his uh, of his uh, extra shots on the three point plays. You know, I mean, like you go on the road in Kansas State, and that 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 crowd was lit, guys. You know, I think the team deserves credit. Um, My wife got know. really upset at the sign that somebody had up that said, this is why Keontae, Keontae left, left yeah. Florida. She was really yeah. upset with that sign. And it was kind of a cheap shot. Yeah, he, that, that's pathetic. He didn't man. leave because he wanted to leave <laughs> in the first no. place. 
No, I agree. I just want to, I just, you know, I want to give some optimism, Gator Nation. Don't let this team down on Wednesday night. Show up for that Tennessee game. Let's believe in them. I think they're going in the right direction because when this team gets hot, and we've got the minutes that our that our backups can come in and play to rest these guys like they needed to rest, we can be real, man. Let's go, Gators. Thanks, guys. All right, appreciate it, Adam. I I I don't agree with Adam on that. I think the problem that they have is they don't have a. They don't have a real four, mm-hmm. and Alex Fudge is the closest thing they have to a four, and then when he's out, they've got no four. And so they're basically playing Castleton and four guards, and that's their problem. They, don't, they aren't physical. They, don't, they yeah, can't rebound. Chitobo doesn't do anything. He's, I, he's not the same player he was before he got hit in the eye. Yeah. yeah. And so um, they are what they are, you know, and I, I don't, I'm not optimistic about these last three games, but if you could Deal at least one, got a chance. But this team wasn't going anywhere anyway. I, you know, in a way, it was kind of a perfect game because you want to, you want Keontae to enjoy the day, and I'm glad that he enjoyed the day. I know him uh, hanging out with uh, Duke Warner was a big factor, and you, of course, Duke was a he was a trainer when I was there when you were there at, for baseball. Yeah. All right, we got to get out, so let's do that and come back and uh, reset. PG. Swing the bat. You're in the on-deck circle. We'll join us first as we kick off Hour 2, brought to you by Meldon Law here on the tailgate. WRUF Gainesville, 2251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can't be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Got chronic joint pain but want to avoid steroids and surgery? Take some advice from pro football legend Emmett Smith. Call QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life with biologic therapies that get your body to repair and restore damaged tissue. These exciting new regenerative treatments from local medical professionals can help your body heal itself with lasting pain relief. Trust me, you want to avoid surgery if you can. Check out these biologic treatments to see what your options are. QC Kinetics, restorative, regenerative solutions with no downtime, no surgery, no drugs. I'm talking about joint pain we all can relate to in your knees, your shoulders, your hips, and your lower back. They'll get you feeling good again. Get relief now. What are you waiting on? Make the call to QC Kinetics. Tell them Emmett Smith sent you. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. 
Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392-TALK that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. All right, we are back for the second hour, the first day of the... 900th week we've been doing this radio show and a lot of a lot of good information that I was just looking up while we were taking a break one of them is that the the team with the most players the college with the most players in the Super Bowl is Oklahoma Oklahoma with a win Mm -hmm. there's a guy that comes to Ironwood and I always love startling the bartenders because I know, and I was like, act like, hey, what's up? You know, don't like, really know him too much. And then I always get, hey, can you ask that guy where he's from? <laughs> and when they do, he sings oh, it as loud as he can. It's pretty awesome. So I have a good time messing with everybody. All right, I got a, another even better trivia. Okay. Question. By the way, second, tied for second among many teams. Mighty four. Gators. Yeah. yeah. So they got four guys in, three Chauncey. on Kansas City and one. What, on I don't Phillips. know what what his name is now. Eagles. I think it's C.J. Gardner Johnson, the third. Okay, and then um, you've got uh, Dunlap, mm-hmm. who was in the game the other day. Um, Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony. Tommy Townsend. Tommy Townsend. Yeah. Here's a better one for you. Last Alabama quarterback to start a Super Bowl. Oh, oh, that's a good question. Good question, Pat. Joe Namath? I'm close. I can think of guys that have started since. I was. I thought it was obscure, so I was trying to just go way, way back. No, no. So it's actually pretty it's recent. More, well, more recent. Let's put okay. it that way. 
Um, I'll feel stupid because I won't. No, you won't. It, it's it wouldn't co- have come to me right away. Can we ask? Can we can we see if our let's call- see if PG. So yeah, we'll see if yeah. our caller knows the uh, answer to. That. Let's get uh, PG to kick things off. PG, what's up, man? Bro, I think I got it. What do you got? I'm not betting. He's a lefty, Kenny Stabler. That's right. Wow. That is correct. See, that's still yeah. really old. Seventy-seven. Yeah, I wasn't even born yet. When were you born? Either, man, but you know, <laughs> How were you not born in 77? Because I'm young. Anyway. What are you, um, fun? Yeah, lefty. <laughs> yeah, very good. You got it. Yeah. yeah I didn't like him because he beat my Dolphins back in the day. Were you with the Raiders then? Well, yeah, when that yeah. Clarence Davis toss. Well, I thought about 10 different ways to say this. So you know it's going to be kind of interesting because I'm going to take a totally different take on what Saban said. And I'm going to back it up okay. a little bit. Not quite cattleman style. So I'll tell you, look it up. Look it up. <laughs> but uh, Go on Wikipedia. <laughs> go on with, but you can look this up. Look up what Steve Spurrier said about, I think his name is Justin Smiley, when we lost an offensive lineman to uh, Alabama years ago. Just Google Justin Smiley, Steve Spurrier, something it will pull up. I've done it in the last three or four years, and that'll give you some information. And, but it doesn't really matter because I can sit here and say, and Pat, I've heard you say it, like, okay, if you have any information about a team paying players, then let me know if you have proof. I don't really have the proof, and I, and I don't want to go into that because I'm going to go ahead and nullify it. It's a moot point because I'll just say everybody was paying. Mm-hmm. Alabama just paid more. So I'll just end it there. So it bothers me. and. I have some friends, uh, I can name some players that transferred from Alabama to Florida and wondered where their car was when they got here. Uh, Travis Carroll, that was a story about Travis Carroll. There you Carroll. go. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. So I just, and, and I don't want to, it's like throwing stones in a glass house. If, you know, I don't want to say it, how do I, if I did something but it was a little less, but you did the same thing but it was a little more, morally, I'm I'm better than you? Like, no. So I'm not going to bring that up. So this is my point. So Nick Saban had his mortgage paid off by the boosters beyond his contract, which to me is NIL. That's fine, right? That's okay for him to do that. But if a player gets anything, it's like, oh, my gosh, I don't like the NIL. I mean, I want players to get paid, and I like the old ways. But let's let's take a step back, man. Like, like let's say, I don't know, like, uh, I could drop some more stuff like, you know, like it's just, it's very frustrating for me because they're the last ones and it's like, they're the enemy. I could, I could use another example. Um, Cause it, it kind of seems like they're tearing it down. Let's say a non power five coach comes in and now is in the power five, even higher than that, the sec. Right. Okay. So he's got a resume. We don't know if he's going to be able to do it. Right. Just like if a, college, a high school player is a five-star, all-American, all over the place, and he jumps in the next level, well, what's the guarantee there? It's okay to pay that coach $8 million. You, you You get what I'm saying? It's the same thing. I know it's different. I know I'm going to catch heat for that. But, like, it really is a big step up for a lot of people, and everybody's getting paid before the players. Yeah, and that, you know and, that's, I mean? you know, and that's – you're, you're right. 
from from that aspect and you know i've i've talked to a few guys through all this and the reason why so many people are entering the transfer portal is because basically if you're a veteran guy and you've played a little bit you're getting money from somewhere no matter what like it's the, like that's the point of getting in there it's it's then an opportunity to go get something and and get paid for which i think those guys certainly deserve and if somebody else is going to pay them and the current school is not going to pay them, then what are you going to do? You're going to go get while, while you can. Yeah. So. And, and you know, like, I, I don't like the NIL because it's just gotten out of control. Yeah. And, you know, you're just like, I think Adam said, set the market. It's a, I don't know if that market will ever be set because guys will run out of money. But some of these guys, some of these women, guys, groups, um, it's basically horse money, man. It, they've got so much money that if the next Arch Manning comes around and the market was set five years ago, they could reset it that day. You know what I mean? Like it could be like, so I don't know. And if the, the, the other thing money. is the next cryptocurrency could come along and all of a sudden some guy goes, hey, I got a billion dollars. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay for this. And, of course, he doesn't really have a billion dollars. But, no, uh, you know, but, you, you never know. But I, I do think we'll see it calm down a little bit next Yes. A couple of years. Yeah. But there's always going to be that Arch Manning that's going to come around every couple of years. Or you get what I'm like, those high, high end guys that change programs. I don't know the answer. I just know that, like, I see everybody wants an answer and, like, wants to buy into, like, what Nick Saban said. But if you really break down, like, his actions, and I'm not saying he's a bad man, I, I've read some of his books and. You know, growth mindset is a big deal to me. Keep a growth mindset. I'm, I'm trying, you know, that's something that, that he said. And uh, my son, I try to instill that, some of the other kids. And, but at the end of the day, I'm actually a little bit surprised that, you know, he might not, and I don't, I don't know, I'm not anybody to say anything about Nick Saban, but I'm just going off fact. It, it seems pretty hypocritical, man, in my opinion. And I'm, and I'm trying to, just right now, I could change my mind, you know, but I just... Google uh, Google Nick Saban getting his mortgage paid off after he got, I think, a $12 million deal. Well, know, if this is thing, amateurism... The thing with Nick Saban, and I, 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 I do see where you're coming from on this, but the bottom line is he wants it to be the way it used to be, where they could get boosters to pay guys, where they could get guys' cars... And everything. Yeah, because he he's getting hurt now by yeah. teams that are outbidding yeah. him for yes. stuff. So like that's Texas that's why A&M. his problem. That's why he got mad at A and Yeah, that's why he's got a problem. I mean, he could still, yeah. and and that's why honestly, PG, I, I think if there was no NIL, I think Napier would be doing a much better job than what is really happening because he knows how Saban did it. He knows how to impress all these recruits, and with Katie and everybody else now a part of the staff, they wow them and they excite them. And then somebody's really, really keen on coming to Florida, but then somebody comes in at the last second and says, "Okay, we'll give you five hundred grand," and now all of a sudden Florida doesn't get them. So I think that's yeah. where Saban's a little bit more butt hurt by it than anything else because he's not able to get everybody anymore. Yes, and I totally agree with that. I've actually thought that I'm like, "Gosh, Florida just had bad timing." I don't want to give excuses. I don't like excuses, but it is kind of bad timing. Uh, but Napier also said he had a handle on it. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, I'm not saying that it, there's no transparency, so whose fault is it? It's not his fault. But it seemed like Florida was in the newspaper more than anybody else about the NIL. So I, maybe we didn't have a hand. I don't know. But I just think exactly like you guys said, like what I'm saying, 
I want it the old way too, but the old way isn't going to happen because the old way might not have been, probably wasn't the right way anyway. And now people are speaking who are very respectable, Mm -hmm. who have generational money, man. They never have to work again on that system. And we're receiving, if the boosters pay, okay, I'm just going to back it up and take it off the phone. If you, if you get a contract for $10 million from the university, the state of Alabama, then the contract is done. But then the boosters call you and say, hey, we're going to pay off your mortgage. I think it was like $2 million. And they pay off his mortgage. That's NIL. What? He's a coach. That's not NIL. What? 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 You know what I mean? When he goes and does AFLAC with Dion, that's NIL. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what What are we? You're, yeah, kids aren't. Are not, I, I think. I think where the difference, though, a little bit is he's now already there. And I think part of what he said was these guys don't deserve it yet. I don't know if he has a problem because if you actually, if you look at Alabama, and I think where Florida's even behind on this, like they're building an entire, you could probably Google this too, if, if it's if it's a public record yet or, or known, but they're building like an entire building just for NIL stuff. And they're, they're hiring all these people that are just going to be their NIL people. So it's going to be so expansive and everything else where they're going to be able to obviously do a bunch of stuff once the kids are there. But I think to me that was that was part of the problem. I think he just wants to see them earn it first before they actually are getting the money. Well, like nobody's worth that yet. But then that goes, and I agree, but that goes back to what I'm saying. Um, you know, you're hiring a non-Power 5 coach to come in. Has he earned it yet? You get what I'm saying? Sure. He's jumping another level too. Um, has the draft pick in the NFL earned it yet? Well, he did it in college. Right. So they're drafting him on potential. So if you do it in high school and you're an All-American and you're a five-star, it's the same jump, logically. It's just a different level. So what, what are we talking about earning it? You've earned it because you are rated at that position and that you got put in a position to be you know, advanced, to, to, to be promoted. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, I'm just giving a different take, man. No, it's fair. And I can change it, but I think, it, I think it's factual. I do. But that's it. Sorry. No, good stuff. Love you guys. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Yeah, but I mean, you can go to a guy like Josh Heupel. Has he earned nine million dollars a year? He has. How many conference championships has he yeah, won? Nothing. And won anything? He's won some games, but you won't don't want him going anywhere. So you're going to give him the money. So a lot of these coaches are have made a lot of money based on what they have done and not necessarily what they're going to do. And and that's unfortunately the way it goes. And sometimes it's not even winning at the school you're at. It's winning somewhere else. And, for example, Billy Napier being a good example, $7 million a year, he's 6 and 7 so far mm-hmm. at this level. You want me to read that letter from uh, Spurrier to Mike DeBose? Yes, I do. Right. I, I remember it very well, but go ahead. So, handwritten letter from uh, from Coach to Mike DeBose back in the day. <laughs> Mike, I learned that you or your guys have promised a great deal on a new pickup truck for Justin Smiley from some dealer in Macon, Georgia. I've also learned from Travis Carroll some of the car deals that go on in Alabama, including one he had. You need to tell Smiley that you are full of O-line scholarships or I'm going to turn you and your coaches in. <laughs> You're not going to buy players from me without an investigation of some kind. P.S. I've been hearing of this crap for the last couple of years now. P.S. If this is not true, what I've been hearing, then you've got nothing to worry about. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you know he dictated that to Nancy saying it wasn't like he sat down and wrote it out. He's like, yeah, put another P.S. in there. Yeah. <laughs> so. Or how about P.L.S.? <laughs> yeah. Now there was a lot going on back in the Debose days, and that's why he was just not successful. He was. He uh, it was pretty bad then. Now I I do I think Saban's is bad? No, I don't. Do I think he has done some things? Yeah, absolutely. Do I think people in that community do some things? Yes. I think they do it everywhere. There aren't too many great players who have ever bought a dinner. Very true. Very true. All right, we got to get another break. We'll do that. We'll come back and keep things going. This is a Monday edition of the Tailgate, powered by Gatorland Toyota. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matthew Rothman. In women's college hoops, the Florida Gators take on the Auburn Tigers in a classic SEC matchup. The Gators come into this game after picking up a win against Vanderbilt, while the Tigers are coming off a huge road win against Kentucky. Coverage begins at 6.45 p.m. tonight. In Major League Baseball, former Gators pitcher Darren O'Day announced his retirement this morning. O'Day pitched 15 years in the big leagues, made the All-Star game in 2015, and compiled a 2.59 ERA in 644 career games. In the NBA, the Orlando Magic traveled to Philadelphia to take on a 76ers squad that has won seven in a row. The Magic hope to bounce back after losing their last two games to the Heat and Bulls. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Rothman. ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all, from service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021, or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey y'all, it's Kyle from Leonardo's Millhopper. As we roll into holiday season, it's time to get the family together and enjoy the best pizza in Gainesville. You all know we make delicious pies and heavenly garlic knots, but we sell memories. So come down to our iconic location on 23rd Avenue to relive old ones and make some new ones. Relax with a few pints from our local breweries, beat the high scores on Galaga or Miss Pac-Man, pick up a gift card or t-shirt for that perfect stocking stuffer. See you soon. When the moon hits your eye like a big... Oh, I'm still recording. Oh, as much as we try to understand the minds of our better halves, it's just not going to happen. We think we did the right thing, got them that perfect Christmas gift, but guys, we messed up yet again. So it's time to make things right and get her something from Oaks Jewelry this Valentine's Day and totally redeem ourselves. 
From diamond studs to gemstone jewelry and gator gear that will get her ready for the spring, she'll be ready to forgive you. Be showing off her new present to everybody she sees. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry, the best possible prices. Check it out for yourself and get help by one of their incredible staff members inside the store or shop online at oaksjewelry.com. I'm telling you, it's worth it. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community. Its Veterans Making a Difference program honors over 20,000 veterans in North Central Florida. We're here for our veterans, our community, and we'll be there when you need someone on your side after a serious accident. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. We're proud to be your home for Gator women's basketball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back to the show. Jeffrey and Patrick here with you. But the most important person is Kate. She is taking the calls today. 392-8255. Busy on the Sonic Sound Off Monday. And let's get right back to it with uh, Ramey. Ramey, what's up? Welcome. Hey, guys. Long time no talk. Yeah, good to hear your voice. Hey, um, so... I. I didn't listen to I, I listened to the beginning when you guys started talking a little NIL and then I lost reception for about twenty minutes. I'm not sure if it's already been covered, but I thought one of the most interesting things that I thought about Nick Saban coming out and saying what he said, and I hadn't read the article and I don't you know, you never know what's true or not, but yeah. I didn't think coaches were supposed to be directly involved with NIL, well, especially relative uh, to recruiting. Yeah, and I will say this. The story that came out was from a high school coach talking about what Nick Saban told him. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but I mean, these players are still going to these college coaches and saying, here's what I need. College coaches can do one of two things. They can go, I can't talk to you about that. You need to talk to our players. And then you eventually, you need to get with the, um, well, there, there's the NIL collective. people on the staff. Yeah, but so that's where they're right. going. And, and in essence, so like, yeah, the Rashada deal, like, when when all that was going down, Napier really had no clue of what was being behind the scenes. His job was recruit the kid right. and go after it. But yeah, no, no details of. But finances. it doesn't mean that a player is not going to come to a, a guy like Nick Saban and go, "Here's what I need." Well, he, I, he I don't think he would go directly to Nick Saban. He, he would, might you have. would go to Marcus Castro Walker. No, but you're you're, so like you're telling me that a player has never sat in any coach's office and goes, "Here's what I'm going to need to come." Well, maybe, but that's kind of my no, point. I think it right? happens I mean, a lot. It, I do. Is it getting so like out of control that it's just because I remember when the whole thing from Rashada first broke, right? I mean, Florida publicly, like guys like Josh Pate and all kinds of folks were like literally slamming Florida for not stepping up, right? And mm-hmm. I and I remember and I and I replied and I'm like, hey, and I'm a booster, right? I've been a booster for 30 plus years. I didn't even think the boosters were supposed to get involved 
in in NIL. I was going to go try to dig up the email that we got. Yeah, I don't quickly. think directly, right? Right. Be, and yeah. so here we are. We're getting sounded out. And I'm like, hey, guys, you, we can't really. I mean, yeah, I, I also give to the Gator Collective, right? So there's other ways we can make it happen. But to blame the UF, you know, school, the coaches, the administration, or the boosters for not stepping up and paying these kids whatever the heck they think they're going to get, I, I mean, has it become that? Even though I'm not naive, I know things are happening. Has it become that public that it is what it is, and every every everybody's just gonna give kids money regardless of their affiliation with the school? It, it certainly yeah, kind of yeah, because there's really I, there's just nobody there I think to get them in trouble. So it's it doesn't yeah. really matter. But anymore. there's also the right way to handle it, and I think that Florida is trying to do it the right way, and for that they're getting. Ripped. I agree. Sure. Yeah. I agree, Pat. I agree. I think Billy said it from day one. Right, he's not going to get in a, in a bidding war. Because it's not right. You have to pay these kids that haven't even stepped a, a you know a foot on campus or even on the field the kind of money that supposedly they're asking for. Yeah, I think Billy is trying to because then you you're also trying to create that chemistry, right? You're trying to do things the right way. You got these these kids that you're recruiting out of high school. You got these kids from the transfer portal, right? And you're trying to build a program that's going to be sustainable instead of just bidding, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to work, but my, I, I, I think that's what Billy's trying to do, and I, I hope it, it hope it works. Yeah, the there's there is a part of I think Gator Nation that is saying, why do we have to keep doing things the right way? Why don't we do it the way other people are doing it? And let's let's yeah, go ahead and get better players again. in here. Yeah, and start winning it again. So, yeah, I'm with you, Pat. And I'm, I'm I guess I don't know. Um, I love Florida and I love the college football because it's what we grew up with, right? That kids go there and and they're doing it for the right reasons. But yeah, it's getting harder and harder, and I, we've all kind of sense it, right? It's, it's going to become a, a, an NFL junior, which, honestly, if I'm going to pay money for, for boosters or go see an NFL team, I'll probably put my money in the Jags, which are getting a little bit better. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, hey, last thing real quick, Pat. You had somebody on the other day, and I can't remember, was it Brian Davis or something that's supposed to be this NIL director or something? What's, what's that about? No, quick, it's uh, uh, Ben Chase. Um, ben who, Chase, yeah. uh, He is now kind of like the NIL um I, I'm not even sure exactly what his title is, but he's involved in the NIL stuff. He he is a guy who has uh, went to 77 games uh, this yeah, football season. Yeah, yeah, cool. His, his, yeah, his real title is the director of NIL strategy. Yes. So, but, but is that for like like for UF? Yeah, he he was hired by UF, and he's done it. He built NILs for a lot of different several, schools. But yeah. he is a Gator grad, yeah. so you know, good good to have him back here at home. Oh, good. So maybe that'll help us trying to get our arms. Can't hurt. <laughs> yeah. All right, fellas. Appreciate you. Go okay, Ramey, thank you. Appreciate you. See what uh, Lee's got for us. Hey, Lee, welcome. How's it going, fellas? Good. Uh, you know, I think PG hit the nail on the head, which is we're, we're arguing the wrong point. You know, like these kids haven't earned it yet. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the – if college players going to the pros haven't earned it yet, up-and-coming coaches haven't earned it yet, I think what bothers me in these NIL discussions is the hypocrisy. It's never like an honest argument. Like, I think we can all agree on a few things. Like, there needs to be some regulation. There needs to be some oversight. Kids are going to get taken advantage of. Everybody can, can agree on that. But the hypocrisy of the coaches, which is – basically like a good old boy network. They hire their friends. They retread coaches. Um, you know, they, 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 did, they had no problem when coaches' salaries were creeping from $1 million to $2 million to $10 million 
when ESPN's making billions. Uh, but as soon as like young kids start to get a piece of the pie, then all of a sudden it needs to be regulated. You know, that's just hypocritical. And, and they had no problem hopping school to school with disregard to their players or no loyalty. But as soon as kids start doing it, uh, the transfer portal's ruining the game. And I think the same thing holds true of fans. The, the hypocrisy among fans who never said a word when money was like oozing out of the sport, into the sport, didn't say a word, but as soon as kids want it, you know, I know a lot of like really conservative libertarian types who on everything in their life will go, oh, let the market decide, deregulate everything, no regulation. And it's the same group that's going, we've got to regulate this. It's ruining the sport. You can't have it both ways, you know? Oh, it's, it's that's, just that's very fair, sure. So I just think that, like, returning the money back to the kids who are earning it, you know, I, I think ending the good old boy network and I know it seems unrelated, but I just think the representation of like young black faces. I mean, how many how many blackhead coaches are there in the SEC right now? Like none. I just think like we, we've done a really poor job of representing the kids who are actually earning the money. I feel like they they need to get a piece of the pie, and it does need to be regulated. Yeah, the I mean, kids are getting taken advantage of. And, and Lee, I'm completely fine with that. I I think just maybe the problem is where there is such a discrepancy on what's happening. So Pat could do a you know a deal and we're we're the same player coming out of high school. We were both say five stars. Yeah. Did all this stuff. I mean, he's a tremendous athlete. I can see me as a five yeah, star. No yeah. question, but let's just say then the NIL deal and the way it's supposed to work, he's going to do the commercials for the Toyota dealership in Gainesville. And that's going to make him $500,000. But then I'm going to do the Toyota commercials in Tuscaloosa and I'm going to make five million dollars for doing the exact same thing that he's doing I just think that's where it's hard and then all of us like totally I I would rather it go to everybody if if we're going to have this huge pool of money and let's just say 13 million the Rashada number that's going through why don't you take that 13 million divide it between the players that are on scholarship and then everybody's getting a piece of the pie which is what Texas Tech did. I love what Texas yeah. Tech did. Every player at Texas Tech gets the exact same amount of money, and they're all, they all have to do community service. So yep. they're all involved with local charities. I love that. And the thing about $13 million, it, it was never $13 million. I'm sure you all know the real story by now. Oh, but sure. It was, seven, it was $7 for, $6 million from Miami, and then we countered from sure $7 million, but we would have owed the $6 million or the Rashadas would have. That's where $13 million came from. Right. And I just want to leave you with this number. In our national title winning year, the athletic department, the, the Gator football program, made $66 million. If I told you that Tebow would have won a national title, was he worth $7 million? For sure he was. Mm-hmm. So that's all we're doing. We're just evaluating who we think is going to bring us titles. That's it. But he, Thanks, yeah. Thank he you, would, Lee. Good stuff. You would say that. I don't know. If, what would Tebow have gotten as a freshman on the NIL? If there was an NIL then. And and again, let me go back to uh, the point he made, which I totally agree with what he's saying. But the problem, the biggest problem to me, Jeff, is we don't know anything. All we get are rumors and innuendos and stories that people are making up. Nobody is being given evidence. Here's what guys are making. Here's what is, you know, the... Uh, 
the the regular amount of money that a guy a left tackle should be making at a power five school. Nothing like that. We it's just all conjecture. Nobody has a clue what's going on. A little transparency would really help the NIL problem, in my opinion. And and whether you want to say it as a problem, I, I agree that players should be getting something out of this. I mean the, the, the amount of money that these colleges have been making that these conferences have been making is ridiculous and they've withheld it and now they're getting they're getting uh, paid back because the NCAA let them down. But the bottom line is we need transparency. We need to know what's going on. We live in a world that is that is governed by scoreboard. I want to see a scoreboard for NIL. Yeah, and, and my mindset has changed on it just because you hear now these numbers of what everybody's making. But 20 years ago when I was a, an athlete here, student athlete, I would have said I don't need to be paid. Like – I'm playing at the University of Florida. This is a great opportunity. I'm not even on a you full scholarship. You were paying sco- to play at the University I wasn't even on a full yeah. scholarship, but I'm, I'm paying to do that. But the amount of stuff that was given to me was incredible. Like, I mean, getting to go eat for free and getting to go on these planes and stay at hotels and Shirt, all this gear and, and gear. yeah, all this other stuff. I would have said, man, that's completely fine by me. By the way, breaking news on the guy who got the biggest scholarship ever at Florida. Yeah. Right? Brad Wilkerson. Yeah, Brad Wilkerson, now an assistant hitting coach for the Yankees. I don't know, is that a Costanza-type job there? Maybe. He's the assistant to the traveling secretary. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I thought when he said assistant hitting coach. I'm like, what is the main hitting coach doing there? Yeah, no, it's – I mean, Brad's always wanted to get back into the the big leagues. And I remember a few few years ago we were actually down in – St. Lucie together. It was right as, as COVID was hitting. Yeah. And, you know, he's yeah. talking to the Mets about potentially doing something, but they wanted to make him a like single A manager, and you know, he didn't want to have to do yeah. all that and ride the buses again. So I mean, he's certainly better than that. He so to get this opportunity out of, is out of lineup. yeah, no, it was really cool. So yeah, good for him. One of the, the best that ever did it. So yeah, the best. I bad for me though, because Austin maybe could have gone to Ju and played some baseball. And, well, you now, know, look, he's not there anymore. Um, if he's good enough, he'll go somewhere. He will for sure. All right, let's get a break. We'll come back and uh, keep the phone calls coming. Been great today here on Sonic Sound Off Monday. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Yes. It's hot out, an obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you, 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 1249384. Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into all full pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. 
At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold hard cash, or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for, and it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find, and I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. After highs reach into the low and even mid-80s in a few spots, we'll see lows tonight get into the low 60s. The potential for some fog does exist through tomorrow morning, so be mindful of that for that early Tuesday commute. Otherwise, we'll see dry conditions and yet again another day of sunshine and much warmer than average temperatures. Highs in the low 80s. The 80s will continue through Thursday. The UF Weather Center Meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. The story is the Jets are hiring Daniel Hackett, and he's the former head coach of the Broncos, and he was the quarterback's coach in Green Bay. So now it's, well, we hired him, we're getting Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if it works that way, but can you get Rodgers to agree to two years? And if you can, I would make a trade. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Coming in February, Florida Gators softball. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, we welcome you back. Having a good time. Hope uh, all of you are out there uh, listening. There's, uh, I mean, the internet's great. There's obviously some toxic stuff on there, but just saw a uh, picture of jersey swap after the game yesterday between the Chiefs and the Bengals, and it's got Patrick Mahomes holding the uh, referee's jersey and the ref holding Mahomes' jersey. <laughs> it, it is funny. I, I, it's good stuff. I... I don't. I didn't see one call that I thought was a bad call. I there were call, calls that were quite. There were a million missed calls, more missed calls than there were bad calls. You know what I mean? Yeah. So was it a bad call when you missed call? For example, when Mahomes on the on the six yard scramble that ended up deciding the game, there was a blatant hold on the other end. Now, as a somebody who was rooting for the Chiefs, I, I was happy they didn't call it. They could call a penalty on every other play in the NFL. Yeah, unless it's obvious. Or yeah, not and do. they're not going to call it. And eventually, 
they kind of get tired of pulling their flags out. They still call nine penalties on Cincinnati, even though with, with all the ones that got declined. Yeah. All right, back to the phones. Copper Gator joins us next. What's up, dude? Gentlemen, good to talk to you. You too. On Monday afternoon. Um, you know, first thing, I got two things I want to talk about. First thing, I'll talk to the one about NIL and all that. So is how beneficial is it to the media and outlets in all of this is this NIL talk? Like, like how much money are they making off of this, this, this process and the talk and the clicks and the views and the videos and the, and the things like that? I mean, I haven't made any it, yet so far. <laughs> well, you're not hitting the right angles, Pat. You haven't done I know. Clearly you're not. not a whole, you're missing on a whole genre of things you could be using. <laughs> I'm going to work on it. I mean, when you think about it, though, you know, that thing that was just posted that the top LeBron, LeBronny James has the highest NIL payout was, what, in the 6 or $7 million range? Mm-hmm. You think about Rash- and Rashada's number was in the 13th. So you know that that's just some fictitious number that just blasted Florida and made everybody look bad. So I don't understand the validity of all of that and how that communication goes out. So that's a big thing right there. Yeah, that's why I would like to see transparency because – in the end, all of us in the world of journalism want to see the truth more than anything. And that's what that's what we we care about. That's the most important thing in our lives is getting the truth out there. And then you play off the truth versus that's playing integrity, Pat. Yeah, but versus what now you're playing off rumors. That's what you're doing. Well, yeah, and that's the integrity behind that, Pat. When you were talking about when you you I know you guys have both seen the HBO show where they did the newsroom where it was oh, yeah, all about great. the integrity of, I mean, it's a great show. I mean, so, you know, that's crazy to me. And if you saw some of the names, it was great to see gymnast on the list and some other things like that. So it's not just football. It's many avenues. The The second thing, which is a more, you know, popular in my heart, did either of you guys make it out to the scrimmages this weekend for baseball? No, did not. But I, uh, I got a lot of uh, feedback from what was going on. He knows people. <laughs> well, I was out there Sunday, man. You couldn't. If for all the people that can't get, you know, tickets and do the things like, you know, I'm lucky to be able to have season tickets. If you if you missed out, pay attention next year. Mark your calendars. Three free scrimmages Friday night. Like the weather was. Um, the orange and blue series was high high caliber. You know, they didn't have a I think a hit through the fourth. Jeff on Sunday, they Ty Evans came up hit a home run in the in the fifth. I think or sixth in the in the in the. On the orange side, I mean, the the, the lefties that came out of uh, Abner and I think it was uh, Slater in the right came out of six. So so the arms look pretty good. Still had some control issues. So hopefully Sully's working on that a little bit. Yeah, I also heard Chris Armstrong hit a batting practice homer. So he's not on the team anymore. <laughs> so we're good. Um, but yeah, no, I mean Nesbitt went six up, six down basically, and got out of it. So I mean, I think the arms are going to be the strength of this team. And inner squads are always interesting because you know if guys aren't hitting, then you think the hitting sucks or the pitching's good. Then, or if they're they're getting shelled, I mean, you know, the, I think the one the one concern is when you saw you know they're, they're they're talking about Cleet potentially being the closer and he gives up four in the ninth and is he able to you know do that role? Did he get nervous or, or what the deal's yep. going to be? But no, this is why you do all this right now to yeah. figure it out and right. see but who I mean, can handle it. Don't get nervous in January. No. It's, but yeah, you'd rather you know, it be January. Because when than, Miami's out there trying yeah. to then hit it, then you got a problem. Well, and I think that's the thing is if you take away one thing that I saw on Sunday, I didn't get to see the other two. But 
you know, these guys, are, you know, Jeff, you know this from experience. You know, I didn't throw hard enough to break a pane of glass. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to keep the getters, the, the, the hitters guessing. You got to keep them off, off speed. You got to be able to hit strikes and work ahead. And that was the one thing consistent with all the guys throwing on Sunday is they, they were getting behind 0 and 2 trying to be, I mean, 2 and 0 trying to be too cute yeah. instead of, instead of letting, letting their stuff work. And I think that's what he can really send home, hopefully. And uh, we'll let you guys go. And, Nothing uh, drives Sully more crazy yeah. than balls. Balls. <laughs> All right, Coppergator, thank you. Let's uh, get the Cattlemen next. Unless you are in the uh, dodgeball tournament. Yeah, then that'd be good. You want to go balls deep. Mikey, what's up? Another Monday, another Super Bowl, another Cattle Call, guys. Did y'all have a good sports weekend? It was pretty good. Hey, guys, got a little SEC basketball chatter for y'all, but um, listen to all the uh, NIL uh, Rashada talk still simmering. I guess it'll simmer till September. Um, in a nutshell, who's going to be quarter- Florida's quarterback next year? Any way to know yet? I heard Tebow has got another year of eligibility. He's coming back. No, you would think the, the, the veteran that they bring in in the transfer reporter would have the uh, the edge. Graham Mertz. And who's that again? Fred What's Mertz. again, Jeff? Fred Mertz's brother, Graham. Yes, from uh, Wisconsin. Okay. So, and um, Fresh me on him. I'll, I'll Google on that. How much did he play for them? He, he was started, their starter. Started three years. Yep. Yeah. Good, good, decent player. I don't think he's going to good. Offense wasn't the, yeah. uh, the greatest for him, but we'll see. Um, speaking of Tebow, guys, I was tapping around a little bit. I noticed there was a, an unrecruited quarterback at Tebow. He went to Nice, right? Correct. In there, a quarterback that came out of Nice. I think it was kind of smaller schools, but I've even seen him with four stars. Do you, is Florida ever called that day? You know, yeah, what I'm he about. was he was committed here, and then he got he had a viral video that went out that uh, Florida cut him loose when that happened. He used a word that should not oh, be used. It was, it was either dude that got caught singing along the rap song. Yep, yep. <laughs> That's the speech police, Pat. Certain people can do that and others can't, right? Well, that guy can't do it. <laughs> I hate that, man. You don't even know where he's going to go or anything. I don't. I don't. Well, he actually it. got an offer from uh, Jackson State. No, yeah. it wasn't no, Jackson uh, State. It was uh, Albany State or something. Yeah, something like and that. And then it got pulled. He he got offered, and then it, he pulled, they pulled it a couple days later. Well, that's kind of a bad bus for a Napier there. It sounds like you guys would love to have him. No, no I don't think they would. Or they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have uh, cut him loose. I'll have to Google that video. I remember when, I, when that hit. That was like, that was unfortunate. I'd prefer not to Google it. <laughs> hey, guys, a little SEC basketball real quick. Um, guys, I was around that Tennessee-Texas deal. I don't know if y'all caught that on uh, ESPN uh, game day over the weekend. Vital, Reese Davis, the whole crew in town. No. Um, Guys, nothing about the game. What I'm calling y'all about is is um, Texas had a big turnout, guys. We all know Texas is huge. I'm sure Texas has a big alumni base in probably Atlanta, Charlotte, and Nashville. And Knoxville's nearly a million people. But um, it was wild for me, guys, uh, seeing that burn orange and probably seeing 2,500 fans at that big game over the weekend, two top ten teams. Um, man, Texas is coming in the league, guys. That was kind of the first wake-up call for me to see it firsthand. Those, those dudes are coming. It's going to be interesting because, you know, the SEC, like many leagues, has backed up, way backed off the number of tickets they get, they offer for the opponents because opponents haven't been coming. Now, for example, Tennessee fans don't want to come to Gainesville anymore. They've been here a million times. They don't want to keep coming, so they, they probably will get about 3,000 tickets. Uh, for the game next year, where Oklahoma and Texas fans are going to go, wait a minute, we're used to getting ten thousand. We don't care if you put the band up in the in the uh, seat. So it, it is going to be a little culture shock, I think, for them. 
Yeah, um, exactly. The, the new uh, car smell and all that. And I'm sure Texas has a ton of alumni in, say, Orlando, Jacksonville, Tampa also. So whenever you guys see them, uh, they're coming. Well, you know, Florida has a lot of alumni in Gainesville, too. So yeah, There you go. <laughs> hey, by the way, Pat, one thing on that. Is there a speed up for Oklahoma and Texas? Are they coming next year or two I don't, years? I it just doesn't feel like it's going to happen. It'll be in two years. Uh, okay, so we're talking 2024 football season maybe. Actually, I think 2025 is the first one that they – unless they get it moved up and there's, there was a lot of talk that that may happen, but now that has totally dwindled away. So I think it's 2025 will be their first year. Hey, guys, in the show here, let me wrap this up. I'd like a quick look ahead for the big game Wednesday night. You know who's coming to town. And I don't know if y'all noticed the SEC standings, but Mike White all of a sudden is sneakily 4-4 four and four in conference. If you can do that at Georgia. Well, he was 4-2 and two a little while ago. Now he's 4-4. Four and four, so I believe whatever it is. But, uh, you know, if you can do that at Georgia, you're not following Billy Donovan at Georgia. If he could go 500 in the SEC at Georgia, he could be the next Hugh Durham if he could actually coach. This is exactly what we talked about last week, that he is the Ron Zook of Florida basketball, that he followed a guy who was uh, elite, unbelievable, yeah. and was, did a good job. never going to have that opportunity never, to ever be elite. Yeah, but yeah. he couldn't get him to that level, and that's what it'll be at Georgia. He'll do a good job at Georgia. He'll never – I just don't think Mike White's capable of doing a great job. Well, he had to do something to get the Florida job, right? So I guess, well, I don't believe in him either. I'm not arguing with you, Pat, but he'll get a real easy shot without a lot of pressure on him in Athens that he wasn't it's, facing. It's a better, yeah, you're right. It's a better situation to be the head coach at Georgia than at, at Florida. Yeah. Hey, you're not following that. anybody at Georgia. You're following hey, Tom Crean. Hey, Pat, you're not a shade tree impersonator, are you? I thought I heard a cattleman impersonation last hour. Y'all hang in there. I don't know what you're talking about. Me neither. Shade tree. All right, one final break. We've got to knock that out. We'll come back and uh, wrap up a sonic sound off Monday here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Matthew Rothman. In women's college hoops, the Florida Gators take on the Auburn Tigers in a classic SEC matchup. The Gators come into this game after picking up a win against Vanderbilt, while the Tigers are coming off a huge win on the road against Kentucky. Coverage begins at 6.45 p.m. tonight. In Major League Baseball, former Gators pitcher Darren O'Day announced his retirement this morning. O'Day pitched 15 years in the big leagues, made the All-Star game in 2015, and compiled a 2.59 ERA in 644 career games. In the NBA, the Orlando Magic traveled to Philadelphia to take on a 76er squad that has won seven in a row. The Magic hope to bounce back after losing their last two games to the Heat and Bulls. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Matthew Rothman. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettles got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Life is short, and if we spend our time suffering with pain and it takes away our joy, that's not a very good way to live. He's right. It's hard to be happy when you're in constant pain. 
QC Kinetics patient Chad admits the chronic pain in his knee really robbed his quality of life. When I was going to the traditional doctor and getting the pain pills, my smile wasn't as big as it usually is. Going to my high school reunion on crutches, it was awful. But then Chad visited QC Kinetics. He experienced the real power behind natural regenerative treatments. Using healing properties from his own body, QC Kinetics was able to restore and repair damaged tissue, finally giving Chad lasting relief with no drugs, no surgery, and no downtime. And I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. Learn how advanced regenerative medicine can help your body heal itself at QC Kinetics. Call now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. Here's a Valentine's reminder from International Diamond Center. It's not just the thought that counts, it's the effort, too. So let IDC turn your Valentine's Day gift into a grand romantic gesture with our ultimate Valentine's Day package. Right now, when you spend $99 or more on jewelry at IDC, we'll give you some gorgeous long-stem roses, a box of delicious chocolates, and a gift card towards dinner at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill. It's just one stop at IDC, and you create a total romantic experience. You simply choose which ring, pair of earrings, or bracelet, or sparkling pendant best matches your special someone, and we take care of the rest. And as always, we guarantee the best value price with no commission salespeople. The ultimate Valentine's Day package. Jewelry, flowers, dinner, and candy from IDC. And it's yours just for spending $99 or more on some nice jewelry she'll love. Sure does make it look like she's worth the extra effort. And that's the thought that really counts. Hurry in now because packages are limited. International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. Directions and more at ShopIDC.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to The Tailgate, Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dooley, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right, welcome back. Finishing a Sonic Sound Off Monday here on the tailgate. I literally, the thing I thought we were going to talk about all day, we haven't even mentioned yet, which is Florida spring game is going to be on Thursday again. Mm-hmm. I thought people would call in, they'd be upset. We haven't even brought it up, but it is going to be on a Thursday, April 3rd. Or, yeah, April 3rd. Is that a big deal? I think it's a big deal in terms of putting a lot of people in there, and we talked about it last year. People aren't going to show up for a Thursday game because you're not going to come in from out of town. I think what they do is they basically are going to let everybody in for free and hoping all the Gainesville residents are going to come and a few out-of-town residents. But if you're looking at it from only a fan perspective, playing it on a Thursday night is not is not the way to do it. But you're looking at it from a national recruiting perspective. Well, I mean, it's maybe it's spring game on the 13th. And then Florida, Georgia baseball weekend Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, people aren't coming so up here for the for that's why they four did days. It. No, they. I'm sure they made sure Florida was home that weekend. But I'm not enthralled with a Thursday night game. I mean, I guess it's because you're the only game in town. You're the only one on TV. The SEC Network will carry your game. Yeah, I think that's part which of is it. A game get, that nobody's going to watch anyway. But still, you get that opportunity to showcase it plus 
remember Friday and Saturdays aren't the nights to go out anymore. Thursday's the big night. If you're a young and hip college kid, Thursday's the big deal night. So that's what they're doing. So if you're somebody who is giving to the collective, it's not for you. <laughs> Speaking of big deals, look at this. I I'm on the uh, Alachua County. I can't get off of this. I gotta I gotta basically yeah, face way. the other way. I'm on the Alachua County uh, school board email list. Having three kids in the public schools. Yes. This is pretty cool. Students who now ride an Alachua County public school bus will have access to free Wi-Fi while on the bus. Ooh. Through federal funding, all 125 school buses in regular operation will have be or will be equipped with Wi-Fi. And I'm sure all those kids are going to use it to do their homework, finish their homework up and study and, yeah. and, and get a good, a good start on the exams they have. The password is school-bus if you're ever on a school bus. <laughs> now you know how to connect. Well, they went, they went, they made it really hard to figure out, didn't they? Yeah. There'll be somebody going, hey, what's the password? <laughs> what are you on? Yeah, that's right. A school bus. School-bus. No, I know what we're writing, but what's the password? I, I haven't looked at the baseball schedule at all, but now that since that spring game got pulled up, that'll be a fun week. Go to Knoxville Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Come home and play Florida so State you're on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday that week. Yeah. And then come home and play Florida State baseball on Tuesday. Spring game will be Thursday, and then Florida Georgia Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Be fun for us. Be a fun Those of us weeks. who live in Gainesville. Yeah. Fun couple weeks. But I'm just saying for people who live in say Palm Beach, Florida, they aren't going to come up for that. I know that very well. Have relatives that live down there. Jupiter, Jupiter, drops of Jupiter in your hair. Say hey, hey, hey. Remember that that song when you're, ch- you're trying to keep cooties away from the the girls? Like boys go to Mars to get more candy bars. Girls go to Jupiter to get stupider. That was a uh, that was an '80s uh, Fort Pierce thing. That wasn't St. Augustine. No, it wasn't. We didn't do. You that guys were cool no. on the beach. And your no. flip flops. Yes. Hey, what time do we go go to the beach? That's all we cared about. <laughs> I never heard that one. All right. Well, we care about uh, each and every so one. So it of must you. have it must have gone from my generation didn't have it. Kelsey's generation didn't have it. Only Mine your did. generation. The cool generation. <laughs> we appreciate <laughs> everybody cool for being right uh, cool today and joining us. Kate was awesome producing. Appreciate hey, her Kate. efforts. And again, uh, thank you for everybody uh, tuning in. We'll do it again tomorrow. We will. From 4 Absolutely. to 6. And we'll continue the conversation and talk uh, a little bit more about some of the other uh, games over the weekend. Appreciate everybody tuning in for duels. See you. I'm Dozo. Bye-bye. WRUF Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.